0: You're listening to the Quietly Ambitious podcast, and this episode is one from before we rebranded. So if you hear references to Creatively Human, that is why. I hope you enjoy the episode. You're listening to Creatively Human with honest conversations about what matters to us and how it really feels to build an online business, put our work out into the world, make an impact in our own unique way, and importantly, to get well paid for it. I'm your host, Ruth Poundwhite, business mentor to quietly ambitious humans. Hi, and welcome back to another solo episode of the podcast. So I have to confess that I haven't exactly planned out this episode, and I have got a window of about 20 minutes in which to record it. Um, But I believe sometimes the best episodes are the ones that you don't plan and I do have a specific thing that I'm going to talk about even if I haven't planned it all out properly and that is basically a behind-the-scenes update on what's been going on in my business, hitting several best months this year and like raising my income, being supported and coming up against upper limit problems, which I will explain if you've never heard that phrase before. Um, So yeah, and a few months ago, when I had, at the time, my best month ever in August, I've since surpassed that, um, I sent out a few emails to my newsletter subscribers and if you're not subscribed, by the way, I definitely recommend heading over to my website and joining the list. I think you can sign up at ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash newsletter. Um, but yeah, I gave a few updates on what was going on with me. So I thought that I would do a similar style thing here, basically, except that it's now updated, having surpassed that best month ever. And I I've beca- I've gotten a bit more clarity basically on some of the lessons I've learned from it that have been really difficult. So, although it might sound you know, amazing and it is amazing, like having such a big such a such a like obvious period of business growth, it is amazing and it's especially amazing, you know, with the pandemic and I'm well aware how of how fortunate and privileged I am to be able to work online when obviously a lot of people are struggling but um, yeah it's not all sunshine and roses or whatever that phrase is it is uh, there's stuff going on behind the scenes and it's been quite difficult and I've had some clarity on it recently thanks to a lot of talking to my coach my mastermind buddies journaling soul searching Um, and that interview I did with Helen Redfern was really useful talking about my Instagram usage as well So yeah, I'm just going to share that with you today. And before we dive in, I just wanted to let you know that, and this will show you how last minute I'm recording this, today, which is actually November the 18th, and you will be listening to this on November the 19th, um, today I did a free workshop all about the rules that I believe sensitive business owners need to break to create online offers that are actually fun and easy to sell and I just wanted to say that you can still sign up to that workshop at ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash workshop. The replay is going to be available until Monday the 23rd of November and it's basically a taste but a very actionable, very you know, value-packed, free taste of what you'll get in my paid course, Aligned Offers, which is all about confidently creating exciting, easy-to-sell products or services with me, supported by me over the course of a few weeks without the overwhelm or the sales dread. So basically the idea is that you create offers based on how you feel about them, that you feel good about, that you can really get behind, you believe in the transformation you're offering your people And um, it's beneficial for your business, basically. I am getting so distracted. There's a lot of noise in my house, things going on, children, well, a child shouting downstairs, but I've only got 20 minutes to record this. So it is what it is. Enjoy the background ambience of my house. Um, So yeah, my course Aligned Offers is open now. You can find out more at ruthpandwhite.com forward slash offers And that closes on Wednesday the 25th. So those links will be in the show notes and I will probably mention them again uh, as I talk in this episode. Um, But yeah, definitely sign up for that free workshop if you want a taster of the paid course. Uh, I did it today. Lots of you were there live. I really appreciated all your sharing and I had lots of lovely feedback. Um, So that was lovely. Okay, so on to what I wanted to talk about today. So, back in August, um, I, (laughs) okay, back in August I had my best month ever by quite a nice margin at the time, and I've since surpassed that, so I'm recording this in November, Um, October has so far been my best month ever, and um, I really am feeling like I've been on... So bear in mind that this business I'm running now is less than two years old. I really feel like it's been an incredible journey with lots of shifts happening, particularly in the last six months—six to nine. Hmm, let me think. <laughs> I'm literally counting. It was six, seven, eight months. So it's kind of coincides with lockdown and stuff. Um and interestingly because of lockdown and I've got a whole episode about this like running a business during a pandemic and and all of the stuff that was shifting I, I I had so much less capacity as I think so many of us have so much less mental bandwidth um I just couldn't worry about stuff as much so I've like upped the support levels that I have in my business and I upped my support before I had that best month in August I've upped my support since um so I just want to give a shout out to my wonderful VA, Megan, who is uh, the one who, who get, has the joy of editing this at the last minute. So thank you, Megan. Um, and I will put her link in the show notes as well. But I just the reason I want to talk about support is that it's like I think that it's really important for me to share how I am supported because it's not easy to do all of this stuff by yourself And at the same time, I have made a conscious choice to be supported. And every time I up level my support, so whether that's, you know, hiring contractors, I don't have any like full time staff. Everyone I hire is like freelance and they are self employed. Like I don't employ them. But every time I hire new contractors, so I've hired um, Megan, um, my VA, I've also got, you know, I've got an accountant, I have got. Social media manager now, which I'm trying out to see how that helps with my relationship with social media, which I would get to later, hopefully, if I have time. Um, Just things like that. Oh, copywriter as well is something that I've recently added to the list. Um, Every time I hire that kind of support in my business, it's never, it never feels easy in the sense that I just feel like, oh, I can just payloads of money to get other people to do this thing for me i i feel like the choices i've made this year <laughs> Sorry, it's so noisy in the background um in my first business i was always at the point where i was like at maximum capacity and i had no choice but to hire people to uh, to keep going without like kind of slowing down what i was doing in this business i guess it's the the benefit of having that experience from the previous business i have chosen to hire more support before I necessarily feel financially ready knowing that it is necessary in order to reach that kind of next level of finances and so far it is definitely paying off but I just wanted to share that because it's never it's kind of like that question of like when should I raise my prices or you know when should I hire a VA it never it's it's never like you just get a sign and it's just like ah sign from the universe that's it I'm ready you have to like make a conscious decision that feels a bit uncomfortable at first knowing that it's what you need to do to pay off in future and this year the one thing that I've really become aware of is how much I am the bottleneck in my business and I think that we all come to this point sometimes but it's just become so so clear to me because it's really, it's that capacity thing. It's like, it's not a question of how much time I have anymore, I don't think. It's a question of how much mental energy and capacity I have. And the pandemic greatly reduced that. And in many ways, I'm really grateful for that because I am someone who can sort of be at capacity, but keep pushing and pushing. And uh, my coach, my mastermind my sisters know this all too well. My therapist knows it all too well um but when I'm re- when I was really forced to scale back it was so enlightening and like I said go and listen to that pandemic episode for more about that stuff but yeah oh man I've already been talking for nine minutes I better hurry up so um yes definitely um feeling supported and th- it just feels magical basically having that support it it was amazing like hiring a copywriter it, but, because I'm someone who like that's how I started and I've been writing for other people for so long it's really easy to think that I need to write my own stuff and obviously I've like I've worked on my voice and uh the way I put things out there and I don't want to jeopardize my my voice in my content but I cannot tell you how amazing it is to get on a call with a copywriter and just word vomit the things and they're the one who has to make sense of it and write the sales page it's just amazing and the kind of mental load that gets freed up that you get rid of when you hire people is just amazing so whether you're at that stage or not I just I hope it's useful for me to share that and it's definitely all the people that I'm working with are playing a massive role in my business and are so appreciated as well. Okay so that's the kind of support background piece. Um, I guess that leads me nicely to talking a bit about money. So at the beginning of August before I had like my significantly best month actually August was the significantly best month at the time. um, I had committed so just before that month I had sold off some assets from my previous business and you can listen to one of my more more recent podcast episodes all about leaving behind my previous six-figure business um so I had some a nice chunk of cash in the bank and early on in August I committed to investing five figures into my business development so um nearly half of that was for my coach and the rest of it was for like uh uh a coaching certification which I'm currently doing which is amazing and I don't know if I have time to talk about it now but I'm sure I will talk about it at some point um and so yeah at the time I had paid half of it sort of in cash and then I'm on payment plans for the rest of it and um yes spending that money was incredibly stretchy incredibly scary and having gone through that experience of selling off the assets in my old business and investing that much money within the space of, you know, a few weeks of each other it taught me so many incredible lessons and um i'll have to link to my instagram post about it but i just knew that like i want to talk about money in so many different ways and i find it hard to talk about money in many different ways The most important thing for me is that I never encourage anyone to make a financial decision that puts them under, like, serious financial, like, puts them in financial danger. But I do know that making investments that feel a bit scary has has been really massively important in my business. It's been... Like I I knew I wanted to invest in my coach, for example, but when it came time to pay the invoice, like I was certain about that and I'd been thinking about it for ages because I've already been working with her. It was like a reinvestment. Um, But when it came time to pay the invoice, I was just like, oh my God. Like, so even though I was sure about it, it still felt really scary. Um, And yeah, that coaching certification I've invested in is just incredible. And I can't wait to like share all the things that I've been learning from that. But it's like I know it. It feels stretchy, but it's not going to put me in like a dire situation. Basically, um, and it does. It is motivating to me. It feels expansive. It feels incredible having that level of support, and it also feels like on the mindset side of things, it is me stretching myself and betting on myself. You know, succeeding, and that that money is paying off. So anyway, I will link to that Instagram post because that's not what I came here to talk about today. But yeah, it, it felt like a shift for me, a massive shift for me in this business. Like, like I said, it's only, it's not even two years old yet, but it was like, it was just like me stepping up, you know, up-leveling a bit with that kind of spending. Um, and I knew it, it was a bit uncomfortable, but I knew that that discomfort was a good thing. So I guess that's what I want to say about that. Um, What else do I want to say? So talked about support. I've talked about money. Um, Yeah, so let's talk about the things that I've been launching lately that have led to these shifts in my income. So the thing about, and I keep using the two months, August and October as examples because they're both two months where my income significantly up-leveled um, compared to what I had earned before. So in August, I was launching loads of stuff and it was sort of, it was kind of accidental. Um, For various reasons, it ended up that I launched several things in one go. Um, I felt pretty good about all the stuff, but it was a lot to do in a short space of time. So I pre-launched my journaling course, which at the time sold over 50 places. At the time of recording this, it sold like around 80 now, which is just bloody amazing. And I'm so proud of that. And really interestingly, people have been asking me to do a journaling course for ages. And although it made good business sense, I just never felt like doing it. It was never the thing that excited me to do next, until for some reason in August, I was just like, yeah, I feel like doing it now. And that's kind of an example of just like putting offers out there when they feel aligned um, and launching them in a way that feels aligned, which is what I'm talking about in my course, Aligned Offers. But anyway, yeah, so I sold my journaling course. I also launched um, a new round of my group mentoring program, Rise, which by the way is uh, kind of open for enrollments again now. So you can get in touch if you're interested in that. Um, and I also uh relaunched my Quiet Ambition course. And I wasn't that was the thing basically that I wasn't planning to relaunch, but I had an amazing opportunity to work with a, a local business support organization to provide some funded spaces. So they paid me in order to provide free funded spaces for some of their people, which was incredible. And I also and I also signed up new one to one clients, but I didn't do like a specific one to one client launch, it just happened that way. Um and yeah it all added up to my best month ever. It was way more than enough to cover my goal as a breadwinner of the family, which was really good considering I had just finally completely let go of my previous business. Um, and it it was the best month ever in terms of cash received. But in terms of like the invoices I sent out, it was an incredible month. And the payments uh, still to be made in the future from then um, just made me feel amazing, and and the the kind of the amount due to me in future invoices was basically more than I earned, probably in the first few years of my of my first business, which is just actually incredible to reflect on. Um, but mindset wise, it was like yes. I had an amazing month and I was doing all the things and I, and it's just like I, I'm i sure that lots of you listening to this can relate your mind it, you don't even give yourself a moment to celebrate this stuff sometimes although I think I feel like I really celebrated when I cut ties with the previous business and I sold those assets but I didn't give myself probably long enough to celebrate that incredible month I had after that um but my mind was instantly going to, yes, but I was launching all the things, this isn't sustainable. And that's where it gets interesting because the, best, the, best, the, the new kind of up level and best month I just had in October was totally easy and I wasn't launching all the things. Um, so I'm so glad that that happened like two months later because it's just such an important lesson to me that everything you're doing is paying off and it's building the foundation. So like everything that happened in October to make it my best month by another like, nice jump was payment plans for one to one clients for previous group mentoring launches, for previous courses I sold just like everything came together in a really lovely way. And I had signed up several new clients in September as well. So it was just It was just such good evidence for me that, yes, you can have great months through doing lots of things, and sometimes doing lots of things feels aligned, sometimes it feels like hard work. So it's kind of important to be mindful of that. But you can also have even better best months ever just by carrying on the way you were in your business, as long as your business model has space for those payment plans to come in, for the things to add up. Um for the money you desire to add up through, like, random sales or planned payment plans. I hope that makes sense. Um, So yeah, that was a really incredible lesson for me. Um, (laughs) There's a lot of noise. Oh dear, I'm getting distracted and I've really got to hurry up and wrap this up. I think I might need to do another episode about this because, um, yeah... There's so much to say. Um, So the interesting thing about how easy it was to make even more income in October was the fact that I made it really hard. Um, (laughs) I made it hard because I was attaching a lot of meaning to how much I did or didn't make. Because I knew that I had so many payment plans coming in, I was thinking, well, this has got to be a much better month than I've ever had before because I've got all these payment plans coming in. And um, and it turns out through a lot of like chatting with people, uh, my mastermind sisters, my coach and all of this, that it, and this is where it gets a bit deep and vulnerable and I need to do it quickly because I don't have very long. But basically, I think that my fundamental belief in my business is that I'm not good enough. And I'm not saying that I'm constantly walking around crying about how bad I am at everything. Like, I feel confident in, at many times, but it's just like when my comfort zone is stretching, and I'm sure that you can relate to this too, at the times when your comfort zone is being stretched the most, when you're moving into a new space, when you're doing things you haven't quite done before... That's, for me, when my brain turns to the old stories and looks for all the evidence it can find to prove to me that those stories are right, to keep me safe, to stop me continuing this, like, uncomfortable expansion, right? So what my mind did was firstly decide that if I didn't have another up level again, that I was a failure, even though what I was already earning was amazing that my mind told me also that because my Instagram reach has gone down right my Instagram reach and my Facebook group reach it's really bloody frustrating and my mind was attaching my worth to that as well so I would say that my Instagram reach has probably been you know it's at it's at one of its worst times in terms of like how many people are seeing my posts compared to how many followers I have and how many likes I'm getting and all of that it's not great at the moment, and neither is my Facebook group reach. But it's interesting that it's coinciding with the time in my business that my business is doing the best ever. That's really interesting to me, and it's interesting to me how much the reach affects me considering my business is doing so well. So what I realized is that I'm looking for some sort of concrete m- marker and measure of validation and success and feeling good enough And I'm looking to my Instagram numbers, my social media engagement to give that to me. And it sounds so silly when I say it out loud, but I share it here because I know that it probably resonates with some people and it's all part of the untangling. Like we all have these beliefs under the surface that seem ridiculous, but it's bringing awareness to them and saying them out loud that gives us a bit more power over them a bit more control over how we feel about them. So what I've been doing recently is deleting Instagram from my phone. I've been keeping my phone away from me at night so that I don't reach for it in the morning. I've been muting lots of people. And by the way, if I've muted you, I know you shouldn't be able to tell, but if I have, if I've stopped watching your stories, if I've stopped engaging with you, that has nothing to do with you, it's everything to do with me. I'm just um, being really mindful of my relationship with social media. And knowing that sometimes all it takes is for me to scroll and compare myself and it snaps me out of whatever work that I'm in the flow of and it stops me from speaking my truth and showing up wholeheartedly and serving in the way that I'm meant to serve. So, yeah, I'm still grappling with that one. I'm still figuring out a healthier way to be on social media. But at the moment, I'm feeling good about some of the changes I've made. I'm definitely feeling feeling a lot less attached to those numbers, especially now I've talked out with everyone and realized that it's basically an upper limit problem. And this upper limit problem thing, by the way, is I don't I don't know if he invented it, but the in the book, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, he talks about upper limit problem like, that so many of us actually can't handle things going well because we're not used to it. It's not our comfort zone and that we basically manifest in the sense that we create problems when we hit new levels of success so it's kind of like the whole idea that you're not necessarily even afraid of it's not just a fear of failure but you can have a fear of success as well and although I'm not consciously afraid of success I'm definitely butting it up against tons of self-doubt since I've had this up leveling um and questioning and looking for this external validation like I said so it's really useful just to put a name to it oh upper limit problem that's what it is that's what's going on um and just know that it's part of me stretching and growing and I just need to give myself a bit of time to ease into this next level um but yeah that is what's been going on with me so like I said, I would definitely listen to that interview I did with Helen Redfern about uh, Instagram and stuff. Really, really, really. It was just what I needed to, to talk about when I interviewed her. Um, and I guess the other thing I wanted to say is that I think, I suppose it might be better if I save this for another episode. Because I have no time to talk about this now. But basically, the thing that I've been doing over the last year is really leaning into the idea that how I feel is what pays the bills. So literally prioritising feeling good, prioritising feeling good in my work, but also just in my life in general, honestly brings more money to me. So like, for example, when I was relaunching my Rise group mentoring programme last time, my protective brain started to go, oh, you need to do all the things to sell this. You need to do a free workshop. You need to do a free challenge. You need to be really visible. You need to go live all the time. My protective brain was telling me that, my anxious brain was going, I can't do all the things, I can't handle that, that's too much. So then I was, I just ended up paralysed, not doing anything. So I kind of, once I realised what I was doing, I took, took a step back, I decided that I didn't even have to launch it if I didn't want to. I booked my husband and I a night in a hotel, this was obviously not in lockdown, and um, I went away, relaxed, refreshed came back, and I just felt so inspired to launch it, but not to do all the lives. I, I even closed my Facebook group while I was launching that. I didn't really, I don't think I went live at all to launch that. Um, I just shared what what I felt called cool to say, and it was my best launch ever. Like, it was incredible. And that's just like, I'm not saying that I'm always wary of saying things like this because it's just like, oh, just feel good and you'll manifest the money. And I know that there's a lot of like dangerous talk about that in the coaching world. That's not really what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that if you're a sensitive business owner, your energy matters. Prioritize your energy. Accept the fact that you don't need to do all the things to sell whatever it is that you're selling. Choose to do some of the things. So in my case, it was choosing to just speak from the heart about building a business and if you have more energy that goes into it if you have a more positive energy that goes into it it will affect the words you say it will affect the way you show up and it will have a tangible impact on your sales and your results um and this is by the way stuff that I'm going to be talking about a lot in my course aligned offers but yeah this is just one of the massive lessons I've had lately that focusing on how I feel is key for me. It's key for me because I am someone who has a tendency to get overwhelmed, anxious, paralysed in indecision. And making decisions based on how I feel just allows me to just like, you know, build that momentum, keep going, make a decision, experiment, make mistakes, but learn from those mistakes, try new things. And it has really been paying off. But by the way, if you find it hard to do that, please don't be Beat yourself up like it's took, taken me a while to allow myself to to be okay with even the possibility of messing up and even the possibility of looking stupid in front of other people. Um so yeah um I think that's all I want to say. I also want to say actually there's one more thing I want to say and this has gone longer than I planned but there you go. I also have to drop the ball on things. So I know it sounds like I've done tons of stuff And I did do loads in August, but I've dropped the ball on a lot of things as well. So a lot of things I've done haven't gone according to plan. Like, for example, I pre-launched my journaling course. I sold it to over 50 people. Loads of people were sharing it and stuff. And then I had to delay the delivery of the paid course. And that really didn't feel great. It didn't feel very professional. It didn't feel like a good service to the people who had bought it. But I will say that, that anyone I spoke to about it personally was fine with it. And nobody else actually emailed me to complain. And if they had, I would have just offered them a refund. So, you know, we're all human. Sometimes we can't stick to our deadlines. Sometimes it's a bit too much. We have to drop the ball. I just wanted to put that out there as well. Anyway, this has been half an hour. I said it was going to be 20 minutes. So I'm going to have to go. Um, Yeah, there is definitely a lot more I could talk about and dig into. If you've got any questions about this, just like, please send me a DM on Instagram or something and let me know what you would like me to dive into in more detail in a future episode. Um, But yeah, in the meantime, go check out my free workshop on breaking the rules to create offers that feel good, which is a lot of what I've been talking about today. And that's at ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash workshop. And yeah, come join me in the course, Aligned Offers, which is gonna be a lot of support and handholding from me, including... The ability to contact me one-to-one in office hours. So yeah, if you feel like you could use that support in kind of designing your offers like the way I have and not, not in the same way I have, but in the way I've done it based on feelings. And if you could use like some support to get this stuff done and to push yourself, push your comfort zone in the very best way with it then check out Aligned Offers. That's rudepoundwhite.com forward slash offers. Um, And yeah, I hope you found that episode helpful, useful, interesting, inspiring, or I don't know, comforting, whatever. Um, And please do send me a DM, DM or an email if you want me to go into any of this stuff in more detail. And I will catch you again soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Creatively Human. If you have a moment, I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review the podcast. It really does make a difference. And if you'd like to carry on the conversation or ask a question for a future Q&A episode, there are three ways to connect with me. On the Facebook group, on Instagram, at Ruth Poundwhite, or my personal favourite, my behind-the-scenes newsletter. Just go to ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash newsletter to subscribe. And keep doing what you're doing, because your work really does matter.